So she lied about her family. Um, she was arrested once. Uh, and then she she's from India. So she like lied about her grandfather dying so that she can like get the inheritance. And I was like, hey, dad, which one of those red flags did you completely miss? You know, like I, f I just feel like he just missed all of them. Oh, my God. Um, but my dad, he will send me like resumes of guys uh and it's basically like linkedin where they like have all this information about the person that's really important like their job and their religion and their like skin tone and i don't know it's it's funny because my dad will be like here look at all these options and i'm like oh well they kind of all look the same um and that's really all i have to say so thanks <laughs> Sing, everyone. She's single. Hey, everybody. Fuck dating apps. Just go to mutinyradio.fm and you. Oh, no, she's not single. She has a boyfriend, but she's open. It's an open relationship, so she's open <laughs> to another <clears throat> person that might be nicer to her. All right. Yay, comedy. Yay. I'm sorry. I have no comedy. I'm a terrible person. It's all great. I'm really excited for your next comedian, and I'm so excited. That actually, we have a rock block, actually, for the rest. Of, uh, we've, the entire thing is a rock block of people that I think are amazing. But your next comedian, oh, my God, like the best improv mind in the universe, and I really miss more Divine and all that stuff. And um, I'm going to go and smoke the rest of my cigarette, so you'll probably get a longer set because I'm going to watch from the door because, like, everybody start, woo, woo, woo. It's Spencer Divine. Woo, woo. up from the nightmare I've been living in. Woo. Oh my God. Ooh. Okay, so Kelly was talking about um, doing comedy next to EDM music, and that reminded me of a story. That, um, so I was supposed to do this um, open for this dubstep DJ. And the audience, the audience did not did not want to hear comedy, obviously, because those two things are very different. Uh, so at some point, they just started yelling at me. They're just like, oh, "Do dubstep, do dubstep, dubstep," and I'm like, and I'm like, "No, okay, listen, it's not gonna work," you know. But they kept yelling from all over, so I'm like, "I gotta tell everyone." I'm like. I'm like, it's not gonna work, it's not gonna work, it's not gonna work, it's not gonna work, 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 not gonna, 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 work, 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 work. Punchline, set up. Where y'all from, what do you do? Tip, 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 tip. Thank, oh, wait. Yeah. 
<laughs> wrote more down. Um, I am uh, in what they call in the medical community dog starved. Uh, now, this is not a casual way to tell you that I eat dogs. Uh, <laughs> it is also not commonly confused with hot dog, you know, I, I, I don't have a ballparkia deficiency, so I am not hot dog starved. Uh, basically, what being dog starved means is I love your dog more than you do. <laughs> it's not your fault. I am like the British Empire of dogs. Even though I'm far away from most of them and I have no part in maintaining them, they're my dogs. <laughs> Thank you for taking care of them. They're my. You have what? Maybe one, maybe two best friends? According to Google, I have 900 million best friends. Uh, fuck the MySpace top eight. I have a good boy top 900 million. 900 million way tie. Uh, everyone wins. Let's see where it is. I have bad eyes. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Got it. Oh, I love all kinds of dogs. Underdogs, bagel dogs. People that Randy Jackson told that's pitchy dogs. All kinds of dogs. Thank you. Uh, I hate when people say uh, today is my Friday when it is not Friday. Uh, fuck you for making your own rules, Jeff. You get a Thursday off. You're not a time lord. You can't just be walking around like, ooh, I am the man, mayor of Calendar Town, and today is Christmas, and tomorrow is Christmas. Fuck you, dude. It's, it's everyone's fucking Thursday. We can't just break societal rules like that. I can't walk into a restaurant and be like, oh, normally I pay with money, but today I pay with snakes. You can't do that. Fucking keep yourselves together. It's fucking Thursday. It's not your birthday week. It's not your birth. It's my birthday year, everyone. So happy birthday to me every day until I die. Spencer Devine. Please join him on Wednesdays, every other Wednesday, at Piano Fight, where he does open improv, and it's super fun. January 18th, they're coming back to Piano Fight. Check them out. Yeah. Woo, 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 woo. Your next comedian, I'm so excited. He's joined us from Texas. Put your hands together for Dakota Price. Yay. Shit, is it this? It's this one? It's it's this one. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Shout out to the people. Shout out to all the people. I love you all. Uh, I actually got people tuning in from Texas. Oh, shout out to Mutiny Radio. Nah, uh, I'm high, like always. Anybody else in here smoke weed? Just me and Pam? Hell yeah, just me and Pam. Uh, fuck yeah. No, I've been doing this new thing uh, where I eat edibles and then take a nap. But I don't wait for the edibles to kick in. I just eat the edibles and then go to sleep. 
And then uh, I wake up, and it's a brand new day. Brand new day. No, uh, so I've been getting a lot more busy recently, and uh, I've never really been a busy guy. Uh, you know, so uh, I was smoking some weed, and I was like, Whoa, man, I'm so busy. What can I do to help help that, get my life in order? And I was like, a planner. Holy shit, a planner. And if you don't know what a planner is, it's when, like, a journal and a calendar fuck and make a little baby, and you get a planner. That's what a planner is. So I, here I am, and it's, it, I go to Walmart, and uh, I, I'm, I'm in the aisle to buy planners, and I realized it's fucking June, right? Like, this was when I, th- it was June. I was like, man, they don't make planners that start in June. <laughs> and then I was like, really good idea. I'm going to make a website, right? So you, it's make your own planner. And what you, instead of just ripping pages out of a brand new planner like a madman, it's make your own planner. And mine would be like for today through next week. It'd just be a sheet of paper. You'd print it out. Uh, no, <laughs> no it, the idea just devolved in on itself really quickly. Because planners are fucking stupid. Yeah, no, I've realized that app that uh, that, uh, that 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 website I was talking about was an app. It's called the Calendar in your phone. Yeah, guys. <laughs> anybody? Uh, speaking of your phone, anybody else have that Google News app? Are, are both of these mics working? This is fucking awesome. Sorry. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, so I, I was going through my Google News app and. Uh, it knows me so well. I said yes to all the things. Like when you set up your phone and it's like, do you accept these terms? Do you accept these terms? I was like, yes, yes, and yes. Dude, my phone knows me so well. It's I, I was going through my Google News feed and it said, the kid that fell into Harambe's enclosure leading to the death of Harambe was shot in a, by a stray bullet in a drive-by shooting. And I was like, fuck yeah! Justice for Harambe. Anybody remember that? No? Yeah. This kid fell into a into a gorilla enclosure and got fucked up by the gorilla, right? And so this led to the gorilla being put down. They killed this gorilla. Tragic. This kid, not fucking watching where they're going, falls into a gorilla enclosure, and now we don't have Harambe no more. And do you know what? He got hit by a stray bullet in a drive-by shooting. This just goes to show this kid is not paying the fuck attention. He's not paying attention to his surroundings. Another lesson learned. Uh, on one hand, I'm like, yeah, justice for Harambe. On the other hand, I'm like, uh, gun violence. Both are bad. Uh, anyway, I got one last joke I want to tell. We're all adults here, right? Uh, anybody ever been on those uh, those websites with uh, the orange and black letters? Something like corn rub, something like that. Rhymes with that. And do you know the little ads that pop up when you're on these websites that are obviously like spam, like clickbait? And it's like, this game will make you come in 30 seconds. Could you imagine, though? Like, you click it, right? You just click it, and it takes you to a whole new page. And it's just Diner Dash, and you're just making burgers. But... 30 seconds on the clock. All right. <laughs>
You're making burgers. You're getting these tips out. You're getting it going. All right, fuck yeah, I know how to play Diner Dash. I love this. Got a $3 tip. Boom, burger out. Fries, you want a burger with, with tomatoes and lettuce? Gotcha. 15 seconds have passed. Why am I getting sweaty? Oh, all right. Got to get the burgers out. They want a burger, fries, and a shake. Holy shit, getting it out. Getting $10 tips now. Fuck yeah, I got it. Getting my groove. Three, two, one. Oh! I would never stop playing that fucking game. Anyway, guys, y'all have a great night. Uh, shout out to Pam. Shout out to Mutiny Radio. Yeah. Yay. Dakota Price. Diner Dash. Yay. Pay your bill. Income. Yay. Woo. Yay. The internet. Um, we have a couple comedians left. I'm so excited you're all still here and hanging out and chilling. And I'm really excited your next comedian's here. Put your hands together, everybody, for Phil Patrick. Yay! Yeah. So, uh, I uh, went and got my guitar fixed recently. It was good. I was worried, uh, it would get pregnant. So... Um, I got any animal lovers in the house? Um, yeah, do you think bloody butterflies get tattoos of people? So I, I went, I actually went to like a, an urban school growing up, and it was pretty nice that they would invite me to like events and stuff like that. But then I did realize that they only really started inviting me to events with pools. And, I, and then I realized they always made me wear this red shirt with a cross on it. Uh, but growing growing up in San Francisco must be must be hard, must be tough. Uh, you know, like the the bully, they try to steal your brunch money. Um, you know, I think you guys know that men can fake orgasms. I think women and men fake orgasms for different reasons. Like women fake orgasms because they want sex to stop, and then like I fake orgasms because I want it to keep going. You know, you ever, does that ever happen to you where you, like, you come way too fast, but then you, like, you know, you, you grab the yoke and you pretend that you didn't come, but then, like, but then, like, you got to time it where, like, the wind in your sails is failing, so then you're just, like, you just, you just fake really, you, like, seizure, and you're, like, oh, fuck, but it's, yeah, anyways, okay, I guess, I guess that one's just me. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, like, I wonder if... The KKK people ever use their robes for a toga party pre-drink? Like they they use the toga party to just ease into racism. Um, I, I mean, it works well for fraternities. All right, cool. <laughs> I'm gonna never use that one again. <laughs> um, I I feel like we could use more clear terminology to distinguish between wet dreams and wetting the bed. Like, how are we expecting 12-year-olds to remember the difference? I remember. I remember when I was a kid, I was really jealous that my friend needed this diaper and, and I, for, for what I thought were his wet dreams. And I was just wondering, like, does he have really thick loads? Like, why don't I have thick loads? So then I got jealous, so I looked online and was like, how do you increase your load, your load size? And they were encouraging you to drink a lot of water. So then before bed, I would drink a lot of water. And now I just have a peeing fetish. Um, I think jewelry is very confusing. People people have rings on their toes. 
We've also got bracelets that we put on our ankles. I think we should get watches on our ankles. So that way when I buy feet picks, they're time stamped. Um, oh yeah. So one weird thing that when I was reading about Epstein and Weinstein um, was that both of them apparently had egg-shaped penises. And it really makes you wonder, like, did they have egg-shaped penises before they were doing what they did, or is it after? It's really a chicken or the egg problem. Um, so I grew up in a house of women, and they taught me to pee sitting down. And at first, it was really embarrassing and weird, no, like not being the only one to pee sitting down. But uh, I, now it's a lot better. So I pee sitting down all the time, um, which can make the other guys at the urinals uncomfortable. All right, I'm Phil Patrick. Thanks, guys. Yay! Phil Patrick, yay! Okay, I know it's not Joke Workshop and it's not Monday, but um, cock and the egg. You said chicken or the egg. And it's a cock because it's talking about penises, and a cock is a male chicken. So, cock and the egg. Which keg first, the cock or the egg? Because it's, you're talking about, okay, just, I'm just trying to help. Yay! Yay! Bill Patrick, yay! But I enjoyed everything you said, and especially, please bring to light, like, I really appreciate what you said in your jokes, in that I also try to do the same thing of like, I'm not just trying to be funny, but I'm trying to illuminate things that are maybe happening politically in the world. And yeah, we still need to pay attention to things like Epstein and we can't let that be washed under the rug because he killed himself. But there was like, there's like weird pedophilia things happening in Prince Andrew and all the things. And I just really appreciate that when people are doing comedy and they actually make it political because we are having a platform to say something. And so it's nice to say things try to change the world. So yay, Phil, Phil Patrick, yay. Okay, that was my two cents. Your next comedian is so wonderful and so funny. Everybody put your hands together for Denise Lee, yay! This one, yeah. Uh, do five. Oh, Pam, I don't know, that's a tall order. <laughs> nah. Oh my gosh, so kind, yeah, no. I was actually thinking about political jokes recently, you know, I was like, I wish I was smart enough to do those, you know, but it's like no one looks at me and is like, oh, yeah, she's going to talk politics today, you know, like, so it's nice to, you know, <laughs> look like what I'm going to talk about. So uh, a big thing I've been trying to work on this year is my mental health, which is why I've been working really hard on drinking more. OK, that's that's what I've been trying to do. Uh I used to I used to never drink alcohol, but I have a friend who loves drinking and he's always like, vodka makes people happy. And I'm like, but so does chocolate, you know, like like chocolate has never made me call my ex at 2 a.m. Like Kit Kats have not caused me to like burst into tears on the phone. Like, let's get back together. Uh, like the worst chocolate has ever done for me is just like diarrhea, you know which I heard uh, vodka does too, so, you know, it's fine. Uh, but I knew, I knew I needed to, like, cut the bullshit and just, like, really start drinking because I was at a party and everyone was being super annoying and I was like, oh, my God, I can't stand this anymore. I'm going to leave. And then I took a shot. And then I was like, oh, my God, this is why people drink. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was like, I get it now. I fully understand. <laughs> 
Um, I, I feel like we're making progress as a society towards like eliminating racism, but sometimes I think we're like too optimistic. Like once this guy said to me, racism doesn't exist for Asians anymore. And I was like, hmm. And normally I would just walk away, but I was like, oh, I need new jokes. Maybe we'll hear this one out. <laughs> and he was being dead serious. He just goes, racism is over for Asians because there's a lot of them now. And I didn't know this. I didn't know this the whole time. The whole time eliminating racism was just a matter of population density, you know? Like, how does, how does that logic work? It's like, how would that play out? Like, I tell someone I'm Chinese, they think about saying something racist, and they're like, oh, she's Chinese. I can't be racist to the world's largest population. You know, like, I guess I'll go be racist to an elephant instead, you know? My mom, my mom can't remember any of my friends' names, which is crazy because I have, like, four friends total. Uh, she forgets their English names, so she gives them, like, little Chinese nicknames, which are basically just, like, descriptors of who they are. Like, she calls my friend Michelle beautiful hair girl. She calls my friend Tyler fancy shoes guy. She calls my friend Ellen white girl, you know. Like, my mom would always be like, oh, how's the white girl? Like, I haven't seen the white girl in a while. And I was like, mom, you can't say that. And she was like, why? Is it racist to call her white? And I was like, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Recently, recently, I saw my friend Alan, though, and I was like, hey, so for like the past 10 years, my mom has never learned your name, so she calls you white girl. And my friend got super offended. She was like, that's so inaccurate. My ancestors are from Central Europe. And I was like, oh, my bad. So now we just call her extremely white girl now. <laughs> Uh, I lost I lost a lot of weight when I first moved to San Francisco, and the first time that I went back home, one of my friends from back home was like, oh my god, like, what's your secret to all that weight loss? Like, uh, what diet are you on out there in California? And I was like, oh, it's super easy to lose weight. All you got to do is do a whole lot of depression, okay? <laughs> That's all it is. Um, yeah, like with weight loss, I feel like for me it was like two thing, two options, you know, like either like depression or meth. And one was free, so we went with the free one. Um, sometimes people tighten up around the topic of depression. I'm like, oh, it must be nice to live a good life. <laughs> but uh, I, I called my mom recently to like kind of like tell her how I was feeling. I called her and I was like, hey, I've been feeling pretty depressed lately for like no real reason. And I was surprised because my mom was super sympathetic. She was like, that's okay. If I were you, I would have lots of reasons to feel depressed, too. And then she just started, like, listing examples. You know, she was like, your sister is way more successful than you. You're not married. You have no kids. And I was like, oh, I was just kind of sad about not having friends. But okay, that's cool, too. Um, all right, I think that's it for me today. Thank you so much. Yay, Denise Lee. Wait, 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 wait. Go back up there. Do you, What are those things... In Chinese, what is white girl in Chinese? Bainusen. Yeah. So you say that, and then what's extremely white girl? Feitang Bainusen. Yeah, You should use it. Oh, my God. Please use the actual Chinese in the joke because you can, like, totally draw it out for another two minutes. So? Hell, yeah. 
See, don't buy no yen. Like, whatever the fuck you said. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Oh. But yeah, like, no rad. Like, no, it's tonal. It's tonal. It's rad. If you have another language, please use it because you can you can make your jokes longer and yeah. even attune to people that and some people speak Chinese too. Yeah. Wow. And yeah, then they'll that's be true. like, what's your fucking Instagram? <laughs> um, no, that was great. And then there was one other thing I wrote down about depression. Anyways, we'll talk about it later. You have really great new jokes and I'm oh, loving what you. you're doing. But yay. Um, but yeah, put the Chinese in there and you've got you've got a fucking killer. Yay, Denise Lee, yay. <laughs> I don't mean to make this like a joke workshop, but honestly, I wanted to know because you said all those Chinese words, but you didn't say the Chinese words. And I was like, oh, my God, I want to know what the Chinese words are. Like, just as 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 an audience member, like when you're saying all those words, I'm like, I want to know what she's saying. I want to know what her mom's saying. And you don't even have to do a weird accent. Just say the words. Right. Like, that's cool. Um, OK, so Newman Shake isn't here and um, I know. And Trevor Dillon didn't show up. So. Oh, he's here. Everybody put your hands together. He just walked in the door. It's Newman Shake. Yeah. Do you want me to go up front? You go up front. You just walk in. Just be a fucking boss. Newman Shake. Yeah. Huh? Thanks. Sure. Wait, is this? Okay. I don't know. How are you guys? You guys doing good? That's cool. Um, I don't know what I want to talk about. I um, um, I know what what's going on with my life. Uh, I'm working with kids now. I'm working with kids. That's cool. Okay, I know why that's funny. Yeah, I'm working with kids, and it's it's kind of weird seeing them like come to me and talk to me about their dreams. Like one of them's like, I want to be a carpenter when I grow up. And I was like, you're gonna be fighting in the water wars when you grow up? Like, that's <laughs> why you're doing it. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna work there very long. I've worked a lot of weird jobs in my life. Like, I used to be a Ross security guard, which you guys could tell because you took one look at me and you're like, yeah, he looks like he protects $5 purses for a living. <laughs> Yeah, I did like working at Ross because I would steal so many things from that store. Like my manager, she'd get mad at me. She'd be like, Newman, you're a horrible security guard. So many people are stealing things from you. And that was just me. Like she wasn't insulting me as a security guard. She was just complimenting me as a thief. I think that was really nice of her. Um, I don't have a lot of Indian friends because I like to feel special about myself. But uh, me and my token Indian friend, we were talking recently. And he was like, Newman, I want to get in touch with Indian culture. And I was like, yeah, man, you should go for it. And next time I met him, he had an Indian accent, which he didn't have before. That was very new. And I don't know, man, I feel like having an Indian accent to be part of Indian culture is like playing Mario Kart to be part of Italian culture. Like, that's not how that works. So I asked him, like, why he was talking like that. And he said he was starting a yoga class and he wanted to seem authentic to white people. And I was like, that's just great marketing right there. Like, if Denise wasn't here right now, I'd be doing an Indian accent. Like, right now, it'd be a very different performance. I don't know. I, my favorite Christmas movie is uh, this 2001 Tim Allen movie called Christmas with the Cranks. And if you don't... Yeah, if you don't know what this movie is, it's this movie where Tim Allen and his wife, they decide to go on a cruise instead of celebrating Christmas. And their entire neighborhood gangs up on them. 
and forces them to celebrate Christmas anyway. And uh, the reason why this is my favorite Christmas movie is because it's also my favorite horror movie. Because, like, as someone who doesn't celebrate Christmas, the idea of my entire neighborhood ganging up on me and forcing me to celebrate is fucking horrifying, you know? Like, if they put Tim Allen in brownface and call that movie Christmas with the Kumars, that would be my get out. It'd be very different. I don't know what else. Um, as an Indian person, like Harold from the Kumar, Harold from like Harold and the Kumar movies means a lot more to me than Kamala Harris. Like that's, yeah, no, that's true. Like fuck the White House. I want to go to White Castle. That shit seems way more fun. Yeah. Also, I feel like Kamala Harris would arrest Kumar. You know, I don't know if you guys know about her, but all right, that might be a deep cut. What else? Um talking to like one of my anti-vax coworkers recently and i was like trying to get his perspective and he was like i don't trust the va- i don't trust the government because of the tuskegee syphilis experiments uh, yeah i said that i was like yeah that's fair but you're white and you already have syphilis so i don't know what you're doing yeah okay um i feel like astrology is getting out of hand right now like, my friend, she got a DUI recently, and her excuse was, I'm just an Aries. And I was like, I'm pretty sure you're an alcoholic. Like, I don't know what sign that is, but it's not a good one. Like, I feel like we're going to point where, like, astrology is going to be used, like, a legal defense. Like, maybe lawyers in court, like, you know what, my client did kill eight people. But that's just what happens when you're a fire sign. Like, Mercury's in retrograde. That's just, okay. Thank you, guys. It's a full moon, everybody. Be careful. Last night, tonight, full moon. Aries in retrograde when no one knows what's going on. Yeah. All right. Well, um, clap your hands together, everybody, for me. Yeah. Which one of these will? Oh, this one will work just fine. Okay, so we get to choose, friends. I, I, um, I just want to tell a story. I have a lot of stories. I have a lot of real-life stories. And they're all very cringy and wonderful and horrible, and they're all fucking real. So do you want to hear about my accidental gang tattoos? I have four choices for you. Accidental gang tattoos, um, am I nuts, why I like young guys, or my best cheer moment ever. Okay. So accidental gang tattoos, am I a total crazy person, why do I like young guys, or my best cheer moment ever. We got gang, we got two, we got two on the accidental, we got three on the accidental gang tattoos, we're doing it, all right. Thank you. Okay, so my very, um, my second tattoo that I ever got is on the back of my neck, and um, I was a theater major in college, so I was very much into the comedy tragedy, like I don't even remember, it's, so I have it on the back of my neck. And I was 19, and I got it on the back of my neck because I wanted to hide it from my mother and my grandmother, who's a Jew. And she was like, you can't have tattoos. That makes you not be able to be buried in a Jewish cemetery. You could never have tattoos. So I hid it on the back of my neck. Yay. And I got it in San Diego in a lovely tattoo parlor. And I picked it off the wall. I said, yay, the ancient symbol of comedy and tragedy. Wonderful. So then I started teaching 
high school at a special education facility. Uh, and one of the students came up to me and they said, ah, Benjamin, smile now, cry later essay. And I was like, huh? And they were like, oh, come on. If anyone ever keys your car, we got your back. And I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. And so it turns out that I got a tattoo on the back of my neck, not the symbol for ancient comedy and tragedy. Nay, it's the symbol of the Norteño gang. It's a Mexican gang, and I'm in Oceanside, California, and they're like, I'll not cry later, S.A., and I'm like, uh-huh, ah, I have the, I have a Norteño gang tattoo on my neck. <laughs> All right, accidental. I'm into comedy and tragedy, baby. Like, I like, I have a theater degree from UC San Diego, bitches. Okay, so my second accidental gang tattoo. I have an MFA in creative writing, and I've had a couple novels published, and my work is pregnant with semicolons. Yeah, semicolons. I love semicolons. I love the idea of taking two disparate ideas but sticking them together in the same sentence, and it works for a plot. I love it! If you read any of my work, you can buy it. It's 99 cents on Kindle. Get my book, Voices. Oh, did you know I have two poems? Anyways, anyways, it's fine. But uh, so my work is pregnant with semicolons, and then I Someone was like, oh, you have a semicolon tattoo. It's like, huh? This is the symbol for suicide awareness. And I got it tattooed on my wrist. <laughs> it's like the biggest accidental gang tattoo on my wrist. So I actually, the very first tattoo I ever got is on my ankle. And it's of a cross with a heart and a fish in it. But that's a cult. That's different. That's different. All right? Totally different. That's a cult tattoo, assholes. <laughs> different than a gang tattoo. You see? Because a lot of people believe in it. <laughs> like worldwide. <laughs> knock, knock. Jesus. I know, did that guy exist or what? Are we all on the same page? Thank you, people in this room. Jesus who? <laughs> Is he real? I don't know, I got a tattoo. Part of the cult. No, I honestly, when I was, I remember I was in second grade and they brought us into a room and they were like, do you wanna die in hell forever or do you wanna make Jesus your Lord and Savior? And I was like, let's fucking get into it. Yeah, Jesus is my Lord and Savior and then, when I was in like seventh grade and Red Dawn came out and like the communists like took over and I was like, I will absolutely join the other side. <laughs> if, if the Cubans come in, Red Dawn, Wolverines, fuck you. I'm joining the fucking Cubans. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyone else who was like, Red Dawn, Wolverines, I was never scared because I was like, I'm absolutely joining side I'll like become the PR person for the other side white people love Cubans we love communism it's the best are we no one else loves communism okay kids that's fine we're all gonna we're all gonna live or not live it's fine no I know right I my favorite communist I mean Karl Marx right 
Oh my God, Uncle Carl. He was an accidental feminist. I don't know if you know about this. He was amazing. He championed the means of production. He championed labor. And when women are going through labor, we're literally the means of production. Like, Karl Marx was the biggest accidental feminist ever. God bless him. Uncle Carl. Right? No? Labor means a production. We're like literally, I'm sorry, nobody wants to hear about feminism because you're like, you're like, oh my God, you can solve the whole world by listening to other people and having empathy? No way! We can't make money off that shit. Okay, I'm I'm done. There's <laughs> I just wanna be a political comic. I'm like, what's the uh, what's the point? I'm gonna tell dick jokes to everybody. No, I want you to think about how those dicks have syphilis. And I'm sorry, they don't, they don't. I, th can I tell you the saddest moment? Oh, this is what I'll end with. I've never had so much FOMO. It was the middle of the pandemic and I thought I was friends with a bunch of people. And then they all got syphilis and I didn't. And I was like, no, this is real. Everyone got syphilis except me. And I was like, you motherfucker are having orgies without me. Am I that cool enough to be at the orgy? All of you, all of you got syphilis and I didn't? I see who our friends are now. <laughs> I see. I see. <laughs> Sorry. Is that too real? Everybody spelunk back three years and figure out who I was hanging out with. They all had syphilis. <laughs> Not me. I've never had an STD. I'm so happy. Thank you. Have you all had STD? I've never had one. I'm 48 years old. I've never had an STD. I know. I don't even have herpes. I know. It's crazy. It's because I never let anybody go down on me. I'm sorry. Just uh, pro tips. Even when you're married to a black guy, don't let anybody go down on you because you never, I didn't, I don't have any herpes. I'm so happy. Only on my face, not on my, not on my, everyone has it on their face. Come on, it's called the nose. My mom lied to me for years. She called it the nose disease. Love, 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 yay. Okay, we're done here. Bye, yay.
and as the outside world fades more and more into the background, you continue your journey into your inner world to that unique and special part of you that only you can go to the unconscious part of yourself that is responsible for all the pleasant dreams you have And when you allow yourself to relax completely, your unconscious mind becomes more open and receptive. And when this happens, your unconscious mind does all the listening your conscious mind can go to sleep.
As for my single self, I had as leave not be as live to be in awe of such a thing as I myself. As for my own concern, I had as thing to think as keep on thinking, not so hard as for the brain to burn. The salad bar, a man he 
again as in olden days happy golden days of your faithful friends who were dear to us will be near to us once more some fates allow until then we'll have to muddle through somehow so have yourself a merry little Christmas now once again as in olden days happy golden days of your faithful friends who open sleigh o'er the fields we go laughing all the way bells on bobtail ring making spirits bright what fun it is to ride in 
and sing a slaying song tonight. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. It's Christmas time all over the world And Christmas here at home The church bells chime wherever we roam So try a Noel Do you The snow is thick in most of the world and children's eyes are wide as old Saint Nick gets ready to ride. So Feliz Navidad, Fashion Fairy and Happy New Year to you. Though the customs may change and the language is strange. This appeal we feel is real in Holland or Hong It's Christmas time all over the world and places near and far. And so, my friends, wherever you are, Christmas time all over the world in places near and far and so my friends wherever you are up with a pineapple right. uh-huh which means a very merry Christmas Merry Christmas everybody <laughs>